everybody, Darren Garman here, and welcome to the Heartland Multifamily Show, the place. For all things multifamily. For all things multifamily. Trot, great to be here with you today. Hey, we got a lot to talk about during this episode, and if you like what you hear during this episode, make sure that you leave some comments below, and even if you're listening, make sure you get back in touch with us and not watching. Make sure you get back in touch with us and give us your comments. We'd love to have some dialogue with you regarding this show or any other topics related to all things multifamily. Click the, click the subscribe button. Say that three times fast. Click the subscribe button um, if you like what you hear. Make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes and get access to those past episodes. There's some awesome content there. Welcome to the Heartland Multifamily Show, the shorter, more profitable path to multifamily ownership and investing. Let's talk about connecting the dots, Trot. Let's talk about connecting the dots. So let me start with this. Let me ask you a question. So when you were a kid, did you ever get the workbook or the coloring book or the book where you you connected the dots and all of a sudden it's it's a bunch of dots but then when you're done connecting all the dots you pretty much have an idea what it is yeah yeah that was pretty good at yeah too. were you yeah. good at that probably not but really no did were you, were you a good color could you color pretty good no 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 i could not i wasn't a bad color i actually stayed within the lines no no you know, there'd be an argument today you got you don't want to be in the lines but but back back to connecting the dots so you did do some dot connecting stuff right yeah. oh yeah okay i did too and really so what is the purpose of connecting the dots what it would at the end of the dot connection what's the purpose basically so you get the plain picture of what you're trying to create. Yep, you get a picture of pretty much what it is. Yep. Right, and so this dot connecting has a lot to do actually with multifamily because we are really, I mean, we don't have, a, we're not handing workbooks to each other or dot connecting books to each other to connect dots of multifamily properties or which is actually not a bad idea. We're not doing that, um, but there are some easy ways to connect, start connecting the dots with what's going on in multifamily, really at about any time. Um, and if you become at least kind of decent at connecting the multifamily dots, uh, there are some doors that can open for you where you can do much better in terms of growing your wealth and income, uh, not only with maybe the multifamily properties that you have, but you know, in terms of maybe some future future acquisitions or heck, even selling some properties and moving on too. So let's talk about that in terms of right now. So um, as of right now, we could connect some dots together. I think you and I to see not only what's maybe happened in the past, but to see maybe what's going on in the future. Okay, so let's start with this. Let's start with our dot connecting exercise with this, because I think our viewers and our listeners will get a lot of value out of this. Um, so right now, as we're recording this, interest rates, we are recording this in August, end of August of 2023. Within the last year, interest rates have more than doubled, okay? And so as a result of that, the value of multifamily properties in general along with the inability to increase rents 20, 30%, which is what a lot of operators, multifamily operators thought they could do, 
and really you also add in the general inflationary expenses um, increasing you know quite a bit you've got values in general of multifamily properties lower today than they were um, a year ago okay now you and I can make the case there might be some outliers here or there where that's really not the case we could do that but we're just speaking in generalities here that's pretty much the case so my first question to you regarding this would be, do you, do you agree with what I'm saying? Or, or, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So we're on the same page yep. there. Okay. Let's go ahead and let's assume that we decide to put our property on the market today. A multifamily property we own. It doesn't matter really the size. 40 units, 400 units. It doesn't matter the size. Why in the world would we put our property on the market today? versus a year ago. Now, before you answer that, again, we could have a whole bunch of questions. I just want to be speaking in generalities. What would be the reason why, do you think? I think most of the time right now would be because they have to. Excellent. That's really good. That's exactly right. So think about this. If we are putting a multifamily property we own on the market today. Knowing and- that you're probably going to lose some value. Exactly. have lost some value in the last year. So over the last year, most properties have lost value. Okay. Um, And we choose to put a property on the market today at a value more than likely, less today than what it was, say, a year ago. We are doing that mainly because we have to do it. Why else would we do it? Why else would we do it? Now, again, there may be, let's just say, 5% of reasons why we would do it now. Um, But the 95% of the reason we would be putting a property on the market right now to sell has to do with we have to do it. We have to do it. Okay? So we've got that dot in front of us right now. So let's go ahead and let's connect a dot backwards now. Okay, let's connect a dot backwards. Um... If we go backwards, let's just say a year or two, what were most people doing, Trot, when they were buying multifamily properties in terms of what they were what they were buying and how they were buying it? What 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 happened? They were paying too much and not and being too aggressive with um, their payments and their down payments, everything like that. So we can go back mm-hmm. and we can say, look. A year, two, three years ago, even up to three years ago, prices that were being paid were astronomical. You and I are like, God, I don't, I don't understand how this works. Yeah. Right? People were borrowing a lot. They were able to get not only financing, but then bridge financing. So you could get into a hell a $40 million property with less than $4 million down payment out of pocket. So you're highly leveraging, okay? And you've also got the magic ingredient there of low what? The low interest rates. Low interest rates and another low number, which would be low vacancy, right. right? So you got that. So we've already kind of connected a dot here, haven't we? Yeah. So we've connected a dot backwards to from where we are now, kind of going back into why would someone be selling a property today if they didn't have to? Well, one of the reasons why is because they overpaid for the darn thing. Interest rates are up dramatically. Their payments are up dramatically, especially if they've got floating rate debt. Their occupancy isn't as good as it was, right? 
and cost increases, additional cost increases, right? right? Okay, so we've connected two dots. So we've gone backwards with that dot. Now let's go forward with our next dot, okay? So let's project now into the future. Let's go a year from now, okay? A year from now. Do you think that rates will be, again, in general, anything can happen, crystal ball. Do you think rates will be higher or lower a year from now? Higher. I agree. Yeah. I think rates will be higher a year from now. Do you think costs of running a property, inflationary daily cares of life costs in running a property, are going to go down or going to go up a year from now? They'll be up again. Okay. Right. I agree, I agree with that too. Maybe, maybe not the same, probably not the same rate it had been, you know, year over year, but I still think sure. it'll be up. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, where do you think occupancy just in general will be a year from now? Do you think it'll be higher, the same, lower, just in general? Where do you think occupancy is going to be? Pretty stagnant, maybe a little bit lower just because of how many units are being developed nationwide. Yeah, we've got a lot of units coming online, which is another story for another time. A lot of units are coming online, fed mainly because of the low interest rate environment that we were in a couple years ago. So you've got that combination now that we think, I think is pretty reasonable. I think that's a reasonable look into the next year. Yeah. So are property values then going to be higher next year versus now or do you think they're going to be lower next year? They'll be lower. Yeah, That's right. They're going to be lower. And I think you're right about that. Now, do we know that for sure? Or by how much? No. No, we don't know that for sure. But I think we're now putting the dots together. So we've put three dots together here. We've gone from overpaying, overborrowing, to um, high interest rates, high inflation, lower, vac lower occupancy, values down. And we think it's going to be even more the case next year, which means values are going to be down even more. Right. Okay. So if you start connecting the dots here, the trend over the next two or three years in terms of multifamily in general, if you're generally, generally operating and running a property, things look pretty darn flat, don't they? And maybe even, yeah. maybe even a decline. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So. What do we do about that with the next dot that we connect? So in other words, if we see this coming, we see we're looking one or two moves ahead, all right? We see kind of the trajectory of where this is going. We're connecting those dots, and we want to be in this business to um, make as much of a profit as we can, obviously, maximize what we own now, and make as much of a good buying decision on anything we buy in the future, what kind of things do we need to be thinking of as we move forward with a purchase, especially with what we see things happening next year from now in terms of some of the things that we talk about? What are some of the things we want to be looking for? Give me like a couple. Well, I think things. it's all situational and what you're trying to do. Um, so let's say you know, you're looking at a deal and something's coming up and you think something's coming up. So we're looking into the future like we were mm -hmm. talking and you think, you know, maybe $10 million worth of real estate okay. is coming so up. So let me, let me ask, put it to you this way. We want to continue to buy stuff. Right. What kind, what, name so, one or two things that we should be doing as we're looking at doing that. So we, you know, maybe you got to start raising money right now. Like right this right. second because yep. it's a lot easier to do it now in a six-month span mm -hmm. than it would be in 
six weeks man yeah um so you look at that you look at ways you can be creative to make more money mm-hmm. cash flow more money in terms so, of what we already own no and in, in if you're buying something okay. what, what are things that are missing at this property that we can implement there okay um you know looking start shopping for lending and insurance mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah so i think i think what you what you're talking about there is um now we have to take into account when we're looking at buying something the direction at where things are going and then deciding what direction we need to take when we're looking at buying something right right so um in other words the old ways of doing it that have been done the last two or three years are not going to be the profitable ways of doing it anymore right we've got to look at properties differently now we've got now have to connect the dots so that the dots don't do a don't go on a downward trend they go in an upward trend. So you bring up some good points, different ways of looking at property, getting capital raised now versus waiting till the last minute, looking at some other um, ways where you can produce income from the properties, maybe in addition to the rental income that the, um, that the apartment units themselves would be producing, okay? And then there's another thing that's really interesting about this. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm going to be having a free webinar coming up, the links below, on how to correctly and with low risk invest your IRA or 401k in really good multifamily properties. A majority of our investors do this. I do this personally. It's not illegal. Make sure you click the link below. We'd love to have you. It's really this. So. Let's say that I have over leveraged over the last two years. I've over borrowed. I've over guessed on how much I can raise rents. My expenses are higher than what I thought. More than likely, I've got two things that are going to happen. Okay, what are those two things that are going to happen? I've got two choices I'm going to be making here within the next year. What will those choices be, do you think? You got to sell. Got to sell. I think that's number one. Yep. Um, you could default foreclose with DEFCON right. 1. Right, right. I'm looking either selling or defaulting. So let's come full circle with this. Remember we talked at the beginning of this episode, there's a 95% of the reason why most multifamily owners are selling right now is because they have to. Okay. If you are in a position where you have to sell, And if you have not done an adequate job of having enough cookies in the cookie jar with your capital and you don't sell, your next step is default. Your next step is you've got to look at exiting out of there with as little loss as possible and hopefully not more than what you invested in the property. So coming full circle, what that means is The next dot that we're connecting are going to be opportunities that are going to be able to be purchased at a discount, especially compared to two or three years ago, because the next dot in this is if you can't sell right now, if you can't get the amount of capital you need in order to make this work, to pay the lender, to pay investors, at least something, you're going to default. You're going to look at defaulting and you either, A, you said it, you either default, okay, goes back to the lender and lenders are calling guys like us 
and they're saying, hey, we've got this coming up. Can you help? Are you interested? Or you've got owners that are contacting us before they get to that point, but they know they're getting to that point, and they say, hey, we need some help. We need some help, and can you help us out? We're looking at selling. Look, we know we're not going to get what we paid for the darn thing, but we got to get something. Can we have a conversation? That's the next dot. That's the next dot that we see coming. Okay. Yeah. The next dot is the market's going to continue to maybe flatten out in general and maybe decline in terms of value and terms of income. I think that's realistic. But the really big important dot that we're going to see coming up here that's going to be connected is going to be there's going to be opportunities available. They're going to be available to be bought at a discount, and they're going to be available in more and more quantities than what you would think because of all of the borrowing, buying, and overpaying that was done a few years ago. So that, in other that words, was like dot one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's it, it's really what one person's problem is is going to be another person's opportunity. And you're going to see lots of opportunities coming up in various sizes in your marketplace over the next 12 to 18 months. Okay, that's the next dot that's being connected. Okay. So let's kind of come full circle with this. Okay, we started out at where are we at now? We went with a dot back to kind of get an idea how we got to where we are now. And we just went a dot forward with where we think things are going to go, not only in terms of things in general, but how we can use that as an opportunity to go ahead and, you know, make things better for us and maybe our investors and maybe our partners too. Okay, so what we've done here is what you can be doing at any time. We just went through a methodical, yet simple. We haven't revealed any big secrets here. This isn't like, oh my God, I've never known that I could do that. This isn't any unbelievable um, magic trick that we've pulled out, right. right? This can be done at any time in any multifamily cycle. It can be done anytime. So you sit down, you think about where you're at, how you got here. You go backwards with a dot and you think about what happened prior to that and how that how that precipitated where you're at now. And then you can go ahead and pretty accurately look forward to where things are going and make decisions now based on where you think things are going to go. And those decisions will be pretty damn good decisions, right? Pretty damn good decisions. Oh, yeah. So try. did you ever think when you were had your little book out and you're connecting all those dots <laughs> and doing all that. Did you use a marker or a pen or a pencil, by the way? Do you remember? Probably colored pencil. Colored pencil. When you Probably. were doing that, did you ever think you'd be sitting yeah, in, I did, in a podcast yeah. studio yep. having conversations about connecting yeah, I just, dots? Yeah, I was probably six and I just pictured your big right head in my... The vision. My cloud, yeah. Vision, yeah. right? Right there, kind of the, the puffy cloud. Yeah, in the, like in yeah. the cartoons. Got it. Um well, thanks for being here with me for this episode. I think it's been pretty good. We hope this episode has been helpful for you in terms of connecting the multifamily dots. Again, if you have um, any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Leave your comments below. We'd love to talk about connecting those multifamily dots with you. And as always, if you've got some value out of this, click the, click the subscribe button. All right, Trot, thank you. Thank you. All right, we'll see you later from the Heartland Multifamily Show.